0: Welcome to the Green Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Tara. On this show, we explore sacred medicines and the evolution of consciousness. Today's show is about how we can address common causes of mental illness that are little known. We're going to talk about depression, anxiety, PTSD, ADD, and feeling of not being enough and having a constant sense of shame or guilt. If any of these things resonate for you or someone you love, I am going to tell you about why I believe that everything is curable and how you can find out exactly how to address any of these things that may be coming up for you. So first of all, let's talk about what we actually are. So our mainstream medical model, conventional medical model, is focused on this idea that we are just our material bodies and that if something is wrong, it needs to be addressed on that level. But that's not the truth of who and what we are. In fact, we are energetic organisms and our energy body has a density to it at its most dense level that is the physical but we also have emotional energies within us and we have mental emotional, sorry, mental energies within us and we have spiritual energies and the way that I listed them is the densest to the more um, subtle. So physical being the most dense and then our spiritual energies being the most subtle of them. Now, As energetic organisms, our health is a factor of, is a result, really, of our being in balance on all of these different levels and the energies flowing properly on all of these different levels. However... Um, an imbalance on any of these levels will affect all of the other ones. And so harmony is what health is. And so holistic practitioners seek to bring balance and harmony to the flow of energies within the system. And in doing those things, we understand that everything will correct itself, flow properly, and will we will be healthy and happy. And really, I believe that after health happiness is a natural result and a natural result of happiness is prosperity. So really it's just all about getting our health into alignment because also you know we are we are magnetic organisms. We are operating here through the law of attraction Just uh, not just our conscious mind, but all you know, our emotional states and the things that are trapped within our being in the unconscious as well. And I'll get into that more. But basically, our life experience is a direct result of how healthy we are and how balanced we are. So, our health and well being affects the quality of our lives on every level, not just the levels that we might think are are what we usually associate with health and well-being. So I'm very passionate about sharing this information because I know that within our mainstream model, many people are just paying all this money to pharmaceutical companies and going to doctors and not getting better and feeling really hopeless and sad and disconnected. So I want to share that there really are alternatives in the plant world and often through simply um, food and perspective shifts and other tools. So Again, if you suffer from depression, anxiety, addiction, PTSD, delusions, um, ADHD, uh, borderline personality, or really um, most physical issues in in listening to the show, you are going to learn that there is hope and probably find a cure. So again, I'm speaking from personal experiences, and I can tell you I've suffered a lot of these things, and I'm now today extremely healthy and happy and prosperous and just passionate about sharing what I know. So again, we are an energy field. We're made up of a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual body. A disharmony on any of these levels affects the whole organism. So let's talk about depression. That's the one that I think most people have dealt with at some point and maybe know people who deal with it. Depression can almost always be dealt with on the level of self-care. We become depressed for a number of different reasons. I'm going to run through them. And if you're interested in hearing the cures, you're going to. So let's begin. So one of the biggest causes of depression is simply not tuning into what our inner self is actually asking for in a given moment or in life. It's being inauthentic to ourselves, whether that's pushing ourselves to use our time in ways that don't actually feel good to ourselves, to be in work that we don't actually love, to, um, to live in ways that just are not authentic. And this ends up depleting us emotionally and in all kinds of other ways. And then we are down. So depression can simply be a a matter of being an empty cup or not tuning into ourselves. It can be from working, from prioritizing work instead of mental health, and then burning out. It can be from not engaging the inner child. Our inner child is so very much alive within every one of us. And if we don't play and if we don't engage our inner child in doing the things that keep us happy, truly, then we're going to become very dull, burned out adults. So our inner children love to play in nature. They love to laugh. They love to make arts and crafts. Um, They love to dance and they love to sing. And if we aren't doing any of these things, most likely we are going to be depressed. And there is a a common meme that I've seen going around social media that says something along these lines. If you go to an indigenous shaman and you say that you're depressed, they're going to ask you, when's the last time you sang? When's the last time you danced? These things really matter to us. They're helpful for us psychologically. Another reason isn't just the inner child, but it's about the left and right brain balance. Much of the time, We exist in our culture in the left brain being very, very analytical when really we need a balance and our right brain is activated by being creative. So those lighter, happier states of being are really important to access, sorry, to access. So we can be depressed if we're not engaging our right brain and we're not playing. If we get stuck in striving mode and being productive, we can burn out and hurt ourselves. Creating is an important outlet for us as human beings psychologically, whether that's arts and crafts, that's painting, that's teaching, whatever way it is, we need to actively create, even if that's manifest creating, like visualizing what we want, stepping into our creator consciousness, visualizing and using our imagination in constructive ways is very important. We can become depressed when we are using our imagination in destructive ways, forgetting how to harness the power of our intellect. If we get into worrying, for example, that's really more in the anxiety realm, but ruminating or worrying, we're using our creative imagination in a negative way. And all we have to do is reverse it and we'll feel better. Start thinking about everything you've done right in your life. Start taking lists of not just gratitude about the great things going on in your life, but the great things that you've created and done for others or in your own day And using your imagination to imagine the outcomes that you want in your life instead of being depressed thinking that you're stuck. You're not stuck. You are the creator. So judging ourselves and judging others is a huge cause of depression. Feeling not enough. And that's really just a judgment and it's a habit pattern. It's the exact same thing as seeing the cup half full or half empty. And it's just a pattern. We have to get in the habit of... Seeing ourselves as good and seeing the good in everything. And it just takes some thinking outside the box sometimes if you're one that judges. But understand that if we judge anybody else, we're going to feel inadequate in ourselves because we are one with everybody. We're going to feel negatively about ourselves in our lives if we are negative whatsoever about anything. And I know that can sound really rough because. We want to validate our feelings. So I'm not saying that we don't validate difficult experiences being difficult. But if we get into judging things as wrong or bad or seeing flaws and talking about them and gossiping and thinking of others and what's wrong with others, we're ultimately going to be unhappy. We want to focus on positivity. And that can feel artificial, that can feel forced, but it's really just a habit that we learn and choose. Depression can also be caused by eating the wrong foods. Sugar is a huge cause of depression, um, and so is eating a high-fat diet that can clog our liver. If we tend to wake up with insomnia between 1 and 3 a.m., that's a very strong indicator that we are eating too high fat in our diet and our liver is stressed. Our liver can also be stressed out by eating a diet that's high in toxins. And we can be depressed as well when we think that life is not fair and that and we are walking around like stressed out people and feeling depleted. And if that's the case, what we need to do is what I, I jokingly call complain to the management and recognize that we are the management. So if we aren't enjoying our lives and if we are telling ourselves that we have to do certain things and we should do certain things and we are living from a sense of have to and should then what's going on is we are making ourselves miserable. What we really want to do is use our powers as adults to empower our inner child to do the things we always been wanting to do. When you were a kid, you wanted to do certain things and your your parents would say yes or no and you were at their behest. As a child, you get to I'm sorry, as an adult now, you get to actually say yes to yourself. So give yourself permission. Get in the habit of tuning into your inner child, your that part of your heart that's just you, your innocence, and just asking, what would make you happy right now? A great question that I ask myself each day, throughout the day, is, where is joy right now? What would make me happy? So sometimes that's serving others in some way, like recording the show, Other times it's watching a funny movie. Other times it's taking a bath. It's petting the dog. It's coloring, whatever it is. So getting in the habit of asking yourself, where is joy right now? Another food-related cause of depression that often will clear it up is if you um, do a candida cleanse, and that is going to bring us into talking about the cures for anxiety, too. So, Candida, you may know, is a very prevalent yeast that exists in everybody's biome, their gut biome, but it's out of balance in most of us. The standard American diet feeds Candida like nothing else. Candida feed on sugar, caffeine, alcohol, and to a large extent, carbohydrates in general. So, the standard American diet is basically candida food. And what happens when we have candida, what I mean by that is an imbalance where it's just an incredible bloom, is that it actually causes mood swings, depression, and anxiety. And it makes our minds super loud. It creates an incredibly loud mental chatter that is hard to handle. So if that is describing your situation. If you're frequently feeling like neurotically, um, ashamed, bad about yourself, really freaked out and anxious, you can't turn your mind off. If you feel depressed a lot and you're eating the things I'm talking about, there's a very strong chance that if you do a diet change, you will have a vast shift in your mood. So if you connect to um, what I'm saying then what you would need to do is cut out basically everything except greens and if you're a meat eater you can eat meat and you just want to go on a really healthy paleo diet and you can shift to that diet and within a few days you're going to feel a huge difference. You would take herbs as well. You want to take oregano oil pills. I take 500 milligrams three times a day when I'm cleansing, and I also eat raw garlic cloves crushed up, and I add stone ground mustard to make it taste good. You can also find formulations in the health food stores that have other herbs like uh, Podarco, like uh, berberine containing herbs, such as, excuse me, Oregon grapefruit. <clears throat> um, you can find caprylic acid supplements, which It comes from coconut oil and other types of antifungal herbs can be great too. But the ones I mentioned are really powerful. Oh, and I also love grapefruit seed extract. So if you switch your diet, take out the carbohydrates, and you really all of a sudden go cold turkey, you are going to feel so much better very, very quickly. And you're going to want to maintain this diet for as long as you can. I'm personally doing this diet without... um, without meat and I'm finding that also really helps and it also really really helped me with depression issues to remove meat meat um, contains you know the vibration if you're a highly sensitive person then you're going to be sensitive to what the animals were feeling and uh, there's a lot of suffering in the meat industry and so removing food items where the vibration of the food itself is low really does help if you're highly sensitive so let's get back to anxiety. So that diet change is often enough to cure anxiety. Some herbs for anxiety that work really well to manage it are kava kava, passionflower, CBD cannabis, lemon balm, which is all of these are also really great for depression, especially the lemon balm. Um, and passion flower. if I didn't say that one, is really excellent for anxiety. If we're having anxiety we're living in the future and we're believing that we're alone. So another cure for anxiety is to remember how loved we are by the divine and to look for that evidence that we are not alone and that we are cared for. Anxiety can also come from feeling powerless. If we visualize the things that we are really afraid of we can create a lot of anxiety in ourselves. Yet that's actually a form of manifestation, which makes it worse. So instead, when there's a specific outcome that we're concerned about, we can pray about it, asking for help, and then we can visualize what we want happening. I call that reverse worrying, and it actually works. I couldn't believe the shift in my financial abundance when I began to envision my bank account having money and begin to envision myself going to the store and buying the things I wanted. I used to have anxiety about money. So I would envision not having the things I wanted. And then it would come to be and I would be incredibly stressed out. And I would feel hopeless. But then I started to realize that I was just creating it. And I started to create what I actually wanted. I would visualize myself going to the store buying the things I wanted. And then I would find money coming in, new opportunities, new situations immediately. Sometimes the same moment I just visualized it, get a phone call immediately. So just reverse worry. If you're worrying about other people, see them in their light. See them having the best possible outcome. We are so powerful as creators. Another thing about anxiety is it can be caused by exposure to your cell phone and other electromagnetic devices. I've noticed my personal nervous system gets jacked when I'm talking on my phone or holding my phone. So I try to minimize my time with electronic devices. I especially don't use them two hours before bed. And if I feel that I'm jittery from them, then I go for a walk outdoors in nature. If you are near the coast, ocean is wonderful, sand is really wonderful, but trees are great too for clearing it. Anxiety can also be caused by avoiding a suppressed emotion. Many of us, couldn't deal with the emotions, especially um, as children, if we grew up in difficult situations, or just, you know, most of our society really is not emotionally intelligent, does not know how to handle and process emotions. And so a lot of times anxiety is actually just tears that haven't been cried. It's anger that hasn't been explored. So just getting in touch with our emotions can oftentimes clear anxiety. One of the ways that I help people is by holding space for people to take cannabis medicine, whether, you know, usually I do this by phone or video chat, occasionally in person, but I've I've held space for people to do that. And I allow the plant medicine to bring up what is suppressed in the subconscious. And oftentimes people will cry and they'll start to remember things that they forgot about and just experience the emotions. And all we have to do is experience these emotions and they evaporate and we just want to meet them. What we tend to do is always want to feel good and there's nothing wrong with that. So we tend to avoid our feelings or we tend to soothe our feelings in ways that are not healthy. And then these feelings get trapped as energies. Reiki is a tool that I use and many others other healers use and that you can use yourself if you'd like to get attuned by the way initiated to Reiki. It's an energy healing tool that will release that trapped emotional energy so we release the trapped emotional energy a few different ways one way is by as i'm saying sending divine healing energy of love and peace to release the density that's trapped reiki can actually be sent to the past as well so even painful experiences from the past that you can't heal through therapy because you're just talking but you're not releasing you can actually heal through receiving reiki Um, and then there's actually just witnessing and fully embracing and meeting the feelings on the level of physical sensation that will actually dissipate the energies so those are two ways but of course we have to access it and that's why plant medicines are often so helpful so I do psychedelic integration work for people what that means is sometimes you go and work with these medicines and they show us stuff that we forgot about for example when I've done ayahuasca I've been shown traumas that actually happened when I was a fetus I was in utero developing and my mother had horrific anxiety and as a fetus I was affected by her anxiety and I felt scared of the world and then I you know so like how am I gonna remember that right so sometimes you you experience these awarenesses through our experiences with entheogens and then you're left and you're like what am I gonna do with that Similarly, talk therapy is so great for helping us to find empowering perspectives, which can often shift our anxiety and depression in itself, but it doesn't dissipate the emotional wounding, the emotional trauma. And that's what energy healing does. Energy healing with Reiki is a way of actually sending healing actually sending peace and removing pain, anger, and grief. So if we're holding on to grief, pain, or anger from the past, anguish, suffering, guilt, any of those things, the divine has actually given us tools to completely dissipate and relieve that suffering, and Reiki is one of them. If you go to my website, peacelovetara.com, you can actually get yourself your own supply of Reiki healing energy. You can even become your own healer and do it yourself, which I super recommend doing. Or you can work with a skilled healer. You may have heard about something called soul retrieval, which is a shamanic healing technique that recognizes that our inner child or, or adult when we experience a traumatic and really upsetting event, we'll tend to freeze and and flee from the situation. Psychically, that can create a feeling of being disconnected from ourselves. And so soul retrieval is something that can reintegrate those parts of ourselves after trauma. I do that work as well. And the way that I do it is I send healing energy to the part and then i invite the part back through an intuitive dialogue which is something you can do on your own you can do this with cannabis it doesn't matter you don't need to use thc cannabis you don't need to go into an altered state simply getting yourself into a state of self-love and working with cbd even if you get a tincture of cbd or oil is enough to help you really get into a meditative state with enough detachment to do this for yourself You can heal yourself this way. All you need to do is just go in with a willingness to feel your feelings and dialogue with any parts of yourself. Okay, so that's depression and anxiety. Let's talk about addiction. Okay, oh, and that was also PTSD to some degree. So traumas that we can't resolve Can lead us to PTSD. And that just means that our emotional energy and wounding is stuck and a part of us is fractured off, just as I mentioned psychically. And so, a skilled healer, someone like myself, who does demonic and Reiki healing on a high level, is capable of guiding you and facilitating you through that process of releasing that energy, bringing peace and healing to the past and to that event through the quantum field and then reintegrating your psyche. Not everyone knows how to do this, but you are capable of doing this on your own, and that's honestly all it takes to cure PTSD. I've done uh, this work for many, many people, and I've personally suffered more traumas than I can count, and I have experienced relief from all of them through these means. So addiction. Addiction comes up as a coping strategy. I believe that the reason that so many people are on drugs and seeking drugs is because we have a soul memory that plant medicines are, are what we need to reconnect us to our light, to our love, and to relieve pain. And we just tend to go for what's available. If you're living in the inner city, maybe meth is what's available. Maybe crack is what's available. Maybe heroin is what's available. So I think that addiction is unfairly stigmatized and it's really just what we do when we are in pain and we don't know what else to use. We get caught in addiction for chemical purposes, I mean for chemical reasons because our, you know, we get addicted physically. So we can get off of addiction through using medicines such as combo frog medicine, which is something that I work with, which is also a cure by the way of for PTSD, anxiety, and depression by clearing out stuck emotional energy that congeals on the physical level. When pain gets stuck within our being, it eventually manifests as a physical disease if it's not dealt with. I would class addiction as a physical disease. Chronic pain is another physical disease. So, we cure addiction by finding healthy coping strategies, by exploring what it is we are soothing with our addiction. If we are addicted to watching TV, what is it that we're really looking for? Are we escaping emotional pain? Are we looking for fun? Really dialoguing with ourselves compassionately and just saying, okay, I'm getting something out of this. What is it I'm getting? is often enough to cure the addiction and to redirect our addiction. If it's pain, then seeking healing from a holistic practitioner is often enough to do it. Um, And working with medicines such as combo frog medicine is something that can assist with the detoxification process for anyone addicted to physical substances. Combo frog medicine is also really great for curing our cravings, even for unhealthy foods. Many times if we are addicted to things like sugar, it's actually just those candida bugs I mentioned, putting thoughts in our heads and and controlling our biochemical cravings. So removing parasites is really, really important. And that's something that can happen. We can get parasites on the level of our energies too, not just physical parasites, if we are not in our full, resolved, unconditional self love, resolved with everyone in our lives and feeling at complete peace, we are susceptible to being manipulated by entities or demons. These beings do exist, they are real, and we can pick them up by going into environments where they are when we have emotions that we haven't reconciled within ourselves. If we are in a state of complete peace, health harmony and complete love for everyone and everything in ourselves we are not going to we are not going to be affected by them there's nothing for them to get but what they do is they find tears in our energy fields and then they start piping in unhealthy thinking and they start to deplete us physically and emotionally and so if you ever feel like you're not yourself you have all of a sudden this other side to you that doesn't even feel like it's you. It's a very good chance that you're actually dealing with a demon or entity. The term demon can be very charged, but that's often what it is. And what I mean is they are entities that are not out there to to love you and to make your life better. There are spirits out there that are in the invisible realms. There are good ones, ones that are trying to help us like angels and fairies and then there are really nasty ones and there are vampires there are ones that are like really cut off from their own love and light and really cut off from the divine and suffering and they need they feel hungry and so what they do is they find the parts within us where we have guilt or shame or sadness and they start to feed off of it and perpetuate sadness and, gr- and grief and guilt and shame within us and they lower our vibration so that they can sap our life force energy. They are literally vampires. That's what a vampire actually is. They're not really draining our blood but they are draining our life force. Here's the trippy thing. I've had a lot of experience with these beings and amazingly I did discover that if you eat raw garlic The garlic will actually bring your energy into your full body. If you become fully in the present moment, fully in your body, it's also hard for them to get at you. And garlic will do this. Garlic will actually bring you your energy out of your head and into your body fully and then actually can dispel some of these entities and demons. You can get rid of them as well through Epsom salt baths, through walking at the ocean and in nature and through really doing deep, unconditional love work with yourself. If we have entities and we raise our vibration up to happiness, joy, if we play, it's usually hard for them to stick around because they are the ones we don't want, the ones that make us sick and deplete us and put nasty thoughts in our heads and make us feel badly about ourselves and start to create thought spirals. Those are vampires and they can only exist in a certain pH, so to speak. And that pH uh, is those lower vibrations, those lower emotions. So if we simply keep our spirits high and we love ourselves and we forgive ourselves and others, we'll be pretty clear. But detoxifying our, our spiritual body is very important. You can also burn sage, Palo Santo, and... Western red cedar to clear them and elong elong essential oil applied on your body is really helpful for keeping your vibration high as well. Let's talk about borderline personality disorder. Borderline personality disorder is characterized by toxic shame. So, toxic shame is a result of trauma. When we experience trauma, especially in early childhood, one of our human psychology coping mechanisms is to blame ourselves rather than to blame our caregivers. Because if we blame our caregivers, we will feel unsafe. And if we blame ourselves, we will believe that we are the cause and that we are fundamentally safe. So we choose to believe that something is wrong with us. If we believe that something is wrong with us, we carry around a core sense of deficiency. And this can manifest as borderline or or as narcissism or both. And when I say narcissism, I don't necessarily mean the malevolent kind where you're out to hurt others or use others, but simply being caught in the ego to a huge extent and being motivated by trying to feel like you're enough. That's essentially narcissism and borderline personality, where you are reactive and feeling fundamentally bad about yourself and suffering constantly from low self-esteem. All of these kinds of problems, um, along with all of the other ones that come along with it, oftentimes can be traced to a core sense of shame. And we can heal that core sense of shame through using those tools that I mentioned, Reiki and shamanic healing, seeing practitioners working with plant medicines, and loving our inner child and speaking to our inner child, that is the hugest piece. And telling our inner child, hey, you are innocent. This core belief that something is wrong with you is not true. And really loving that part of ourselves is huge. Inner child work is a whole spectrum. Um, but one of the simplest things we can do is just place a hand on the heart and talk lovingly to ourselves to do nurturing things like just make extra extra effort to make our physical body feel comfortable and take care of our needs is enough oftentimes to help our inner child to relax. Sitting and breathing with our inner child is another thing we can do. And then I want to talk about ADD or ADHD. ADD and ADHD. I believe that on an energetic level, what that really is 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 that you have a tremendous amount of energy that is in your head and not in your body. It's not grounded. I believe that through grounding practices, we can improve these symptoms if not cure them. I have seen that there are studies that show 30 minutes a day spent in nature oftentimes makes a dramatic improvement in ADHD to the same degree that medication does. And so if you Make time to walk in nature and ground your energy in the present moment. Exercise. Um, And potentially also consider plant medicines. You may be able to manage or cure or correct your ADD or ADHD. Psilocybin microdosing, ayahuasca vine microdosing, and CBD in doses of 25 to 50 milligrams often are sufficient to ground us. So, those are my holistic and shamanic approaches to many common mental illnesses. I want to talk about physical body now. So to back up just a moment, taking really good care of ourselves is the foundation of health. Eating a healthy diet with whole plant foods is the key. And really making sure that we are having fun and checking in with our needs is the key to well-being. Having an active spiritual life in which we feel loved, having an active connection to love, all of these things, the energy of love, and to feel unconditionally loving towards ourselves, these are all the foundations of health and harmony. Going to sleep right after dark, waking up around dawn, these are also really, really important tools for maintaining health and balance, as is exercise. Our physical body typically manifests problems that actually begin in the emotional and mental realm, and that's why I talked about them first. But very briefly, let me just share a few things I've seen in my practice that may blow your mind. Chronic pain anywhere in the body can often be relieved in one energetic or shamanic healing session that I do, If we just simply tune into what is unresolved emotionally within a person's life. I had a man come and see me. He had chronic neck pain and I think it was knee pain as well. And he worked with cannabis to bring up the subconscious and we dialogued with that energy and we discovered that he had pain from childhood that had not been processed And he had limiting beliefs that it was not okay for him to cry. That was programming. We used Reiki energy to remove and release the societal conditioning and programming in which he felt shamed for crying. And then he was able to cry. And then his chronic pain was resolved. All of these things happened within one visit, within one hour. He is free from chronic pain and he can cry. This is the wonder of Reiki. This is what Reiki can do. And this is what cannabis can do too this is what entheogens can do. I had another woman come. She had horrible knee pain and she was having all these surgeries for her knees and they were not getting better. Her health in general was not great. In our session, which is a Reiki session, she started to talk about her husband. She talked about how she felt unsupported by her husband and never really emotionally validated. She talked about it for quite a while by the time she was done talking about it and again reiki was flowing to her during this this divine healing energy i was channeling by the end of this she didn't have knee pain she went to her doctors they told her she didn't need surgery anymore also her blood pressure and her cholesterol had normalized and they didn't know why this is because problems in our physical body are always manifestations of problems In the emotional body, or problems with self-care. So, another really crazy thing: some people that I've worked with who have autoimmune conditions. What is autoimmune conditions? That is when your body attacks itself. That is a manifestation of self-criticism. If we deal with the inner critic, we correct the inner critic. We can oftentimes correct the autoimmune condition. So. How do you correct the inner critic? Well, begin by understanding that the inner critic comes from this place of wanting us to be our best selves. It is an ineffective tool. It makes us really unhealthy and really sad. And it makes us feel like we're not enough. So what do we do instead? Instead, we use our creator consciousness to tell ourselves that we are our perfect selves now. We love ourselves as we are, and through giving ourselves love and through seeing ourselves in our highest and best form, we become it. That actually works, and that's how we heal autoimmune conditions. Cancers are oftentimes manifestations of toxins in the physical body or toxins in the emotional body. Anita Morjani is very famous because she was on her deathbed in a coma, basically dying of stage four cancer filled with tumors. And she had a vision in her coma. She sort of crossed over for a moment and she was shown that this was all just toxic shame that she had not dealt with. Just self-judgment and guilt and not living in alignment with who she really is. And she decided in her vision that she was going to live differently. She came back from that vision and made a full sudden recovery, awoken, uh, awoke sorry, awoke from her coma, and all of a sudden within within days did not have any tumors in her body anymore. Everything can be cured on this level. I want to say as well that there is another tool that's available that heals everybody from everything. It has that capability, and that is nature. I've personally healed so much psychological trauma in myself depression really serious really serious depression just by being in nature nature heals everything because nature is filled with unconditional love the more time we spend in nature the healthier we are so i'm really passionate about sharing this information because i want people to know that everything is curable and we don't have to walk around suffering So I know that I covered a lot here, and this was a longer episode. I just really want to get this information out there. So if you want to work with me, then please feel free to reach out to me. My email is blossomsunfolding at gmail.com. You can go to my website and find a contact form there, peacelovetara.com. I'm available to consult with you for holistic wellness and help you figure out what's going on with you and give you some guidance and recommendations. As you can see, I've healed a lot of conditions within myself and guided and facilitated many, many people through their own healings. I do help with psychedelic integration, with helping you discover which medicines might be good for you to work with, whether they're herbs or entheogens, You can get yourself your own ability to do Reiki healing on yourself and others through my website as well. And you can find your highest joy, your highest alignment as well in my course, Manifest Your Soul Purpose, because there's nothing more fulfilling and more joyful and more wonderful than actually doing what you were born to do. And that's what that course is designed for. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you got so much help and hope out of this, and I want to tell you that I'm sending you love. I'm I'm sending you my care and my compassion. Suffering is just awful, and so many people are suffering today in our world. And solutions do exist and are possible. Positive thought, deep deep care of ourselves, using our Creator power and relying on nature is enough. The Creator has given us incredible incredible tools and. All we have to do is take advantage of them. Thank you so much for listening. I send you my love and as always, may the plants be with you.